Welcome everyone to another episode of the No Name Podcast. I'm your host Smith, and joining me for the first time in quite a while, what it's been three weeks, is Dayan. Dayan, what's happening? Let's go. We're back. Um, yeah, you know, nothing new. Same old, same old. Baby dealing with shit. So yeah, I've baby's been, kind of a big okay. deal though, right? Yeah, I've been I've been kind of busy at the same time. I mean, I didn't really have uh, you know. My nights are more or less getting the baby bathed, you know, getting a bottle ready, uh, and then, yeah, then basically sleep. <laughs> That's, uh, hey, you know, it's consistency, and uh, consistency is a commodity these days, so. Yeah, I'm not sleeping very well, but, you know, I'm pretty sure all the other uh, dads out there, shout out to, to Jeff and to to Travis, his, his three children's, I believe, three. And uh, all the four, you're forgetting one. Who's oh, well, yeah, of course. I mean, he has you, right? Uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> of course. How could I forget? How could you forget that, that one? Come on, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still jealous that you know, he, you, you call him daddy and not me. Like, that's what's the problem here. Is yeah, I, it goes back to when my Phillies team made the playoffs and he basically just walked right over me. Um, so I called him Trav Daddy. I put a Photoshop picture of Jerkson Profar, who was on the Phillies at the point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I photoshopped his kid out of a picture and put Jer- Jerkson Profar's face <laughs> in it. So ever since then, it's been uh, it's been Trav Daddy. Nice. Uh, so uh, I believe Trav Daddy still has that picture. If he wants to send it to the group chat for a reference, there. But yeah, that should be um, our new podcast uh, logo. Yeah. Yeah, it might be scarring, but I guess it's for the masses to see now. Um, but so when I say that this is going to be less than a 30 minute podcast, I literally mean I cannot go more than 30 minutes today. So for that purpose, it's going to be less than 30 minutes. And we really don't have an outline for how this is going to go. Uh, we have some rough ideas of what we're going to talk about. Uh, I have the Yankees game going on in the background. Giancarlo Stan looks like a legitimate eight right now, uh, as he always does when he's hot. And then when he's cold, it looks like a four. Uh, but it's fun to watch the Yankees when they're good. So that'll be in the background. But uh, Dion, I know that you had one particular topic on mind that we talked about beforehand. It involves uh, Bryce and some guy nicknamed uh, Bike on the podcast, right? Yeah, no, we don't talk about that second guy, but it was a, it was there was a meeting between uh, our great commissioner, our overlord uh, Bryce, and you know some uh, some kid off some kid, you know I don't really know him, you know just some guy, you know down on his luck probably, you know maybe coming off a, a big loss, you know to just to wrap up our that's our season wrap by the way, because um, we're not going to be talking about last season at all, I don't think ever again. Um, so yeah, I mean that there was a meeting. They it went to get some drinks. You know, one thing led to another. They both slept in the same bed. I don't know. I'll just I'm just throwing things out there that probably happened. Um, but you know, what do you what do you think this means for uh, for the league? You think that we're gonna see the Kansas City Royals uh, turn into you know uh, get favor with the 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 Bryce God and uh, turn into a real dynasty or uh, or should we expect more winter meetings between people? Well, you know, I, 
is it safe to say that the royals aren't already a dynasty? No. Uh, come on. Come on. Now. Come on. Now. All right. I mean, the Mets and Royals have made the World Series two years in a row. Yeah, but I mean, um, like technicalities, and I mean, you know, it's just things happen. You know, the playoffs—you can't count the playoffs. I mean, you know, the Reds won won a World Series at one point. Like, who, who thinks that's a real thing, right? Fair. I will not debate you on that one. Um, so the question that I have from this is, who paid? Was it a split check or did Mike pay for it? Because if Mike paid for it, then that is a de facto Venmo payment. So they won't have to hide anything because, hey, I paid for his dinner. I don't have to Venmo him. So yeah. uh, I, I don't think uh, I don't think Mike paid for anything. Did you see the car that Bryce drove up in? Like, damn, you know. Is that actually his car, though? I have no idea. I'm actually not sure whatsoever. I don't think so. I, I, uh, not to be like mean, but I, I don't see how <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't. What, what we know about Bryce's job and, you know, his life and stuff like that does not appear to be that flashy. Although, I mean, right. if you want to split, it's not even that. Like, I'm sure he's doing fine and everything's going sure. good. But, uh, sure. you know, why would you splurge on a car like that when you're not, like, you know, you don't have the probably the necessity to splurge on a car like yeah, that. We're we're not all Jeff here, so yeah, you know, I mean, Jeff is just you know baby mama, right? You know, he's just getting taken care of. You got a sugar mama, right? Uh, Chapman dotting hundred one low outside part of the place strikeout. Alvarez looking nasty. Um, yeah, so baseball in here. What are you talking about? We don't talk baseball. We I told you, I, I have this going on in the background, and we really don't have a, a topic for this. But just, you know, at the very least, I have been pushing this back and back and back, just because life has gotten in the way. But uh, just felt like it was time to to actually have a podcast. So, um, let's let's move on to a different topic here, and this does involve you. I did just notice a pretty sizable deal between you and the Orioles. Uh, yes. Care to explain this one? Because I'm intrigued uh, on several different levels here. Have you have you kind of looked at it? Well, so you looked at it, I guess. I have, yes, yes. So, um, okay, so why, I mean, I acquired Trevino. Um, I mean, he's, if nothing else, I think he's a very good reliever. I think he could be a starter. Let's list out the deal. So yeah. give give the details in case someone doesn't have the, sure, the context sure. here. Yeah, so I just uh, traded for Jorge Trevino uh, from the Orioles, the closer, and Luis Takara uh, also from the Orioles, who is out another nine months. Uh, and I traded away Luis Rivera, probably my best prospect. Uh, Chris Tannen, one of my best prospects as well, which isn't saying much. My prospects are not that good. Uh, Urquida... Arzivu, Arvizu, sorry, and Amez. So that's the that's the way it worked out. Now, truthfully, I don't really like much of anything I sent. Um, Rivera, you know, I like, but look at his injury history. Like I was just ready to bail on that. You know, ever since I traded for him, I've been a little bit like looking around, like what can I get out of him. Right. Uh, what could I trade him for? And truthfully, it just wasn't that much out there. Um, and then, you know, I came across Trevino, and I noticed that he wasn't given a chance to uh, start at all. And I really think he, you know, he could he could be something there. I think given the opportunity, you know, he's got good stamina. Obviously, he's really only got three pitches. 
The other two are meh, but he's durable, which is another huge thing I was looking for. Sure. You know, I traded a fragile guy for a durable guy. It was always a nice thing for me. Throws 100, and yeah, I figured, you know, why not? It, it could be a nice piece that sure ends up in my bullpen, and, you know, I I need pitching if nothing else. I mean, really, I don't need anything else. I just need pitching. Right. Uh, I apologize but, for the dogs in the background, by the way. Yeah, no, it's all um, good. I mean, hey, I, I think mine were barking a second ago, so it, it is what it is. And, you know, the listeners could just deal. It's been a while, right? Right. We're not right. we're not back to our professional quality stuff yet. That's coming. That's coming. Right. Uh, we're we're going to be doing hour-long scrambled talks about things again. Don't you worry, guys. Don't you worry. All right, so apologies in advance. I had something to attend to, uh, so we have to take a little bit of a break in the middle of the episode. But without further ado, here's the remainder of the episode. Sorry about that, everyone. I uh, had a little bit of a distraction there, but... We're back, and um, so Dion, uh, obviously you were going through the nuances of the deal and and why you did it, um, and you know you you say that the Royals are lucky for getting to the World Series that you should have been in the World Series, but excuses are excuses, right? So the question has to be asked: uh, Does this firmly put you over the top, in your opinion? Uh, I mean over the top i think my team is way better on offense and i mean based even just what happened this offseason i mean he lost jim miller that's huge already right um my offense was better and will continue to be better but i mean you know his pitching is what it is it's pretty much you know it's top to bottom the rotation is excellent so right. this gets me a little bit closer uh in terms of you know, I, I get a guy that's at least going to be pretty elite out of the bullpen, I think, in my opinion, if not a uh, potential starter. And that's kind of the one I'm more excited about. I kind of want to see what I can get at him as a starter. And, and, and then Takata is also kind of in that category where he's, he's just 25, so a little bit of room left to grow. The curveball is still a little bit farther away, and he's so he's another guy that's a solid little reliever, and maybe potentially I could get some start out of him. Obviously, he's out eight or nine more months, um, but, you know, worth worth a shot in the dark, especially because, again, I wasn't very happy. Like, I wasn't really too big on what I lost. Right. So I, again, I like Rivera, but fragile and none of the other guys really did, did much for me. So, right. Yeah, I right. feel pretty good about the deal overall in terms of what I get. I think, you know, if Rivera was to kind of be what he once was, I think I could definitely regret it but otherwise yeah i'm pretty pretty good with it so you basically traded danny powell for Jorge trevino yeah i guess um seems pretty fair um danny powell's still very nice i mean he had a wasn't i think his year wasn't as good as the previous yeah he's on a little bit of a but you know you went from boston to arizona so it is what it is and Obviously, still a little fragile. Um, yeah, I think you know what it's it's right there. Yeah, I don't feel too bad about it. It's uh, I like Powell. I like what I'm getting now, and uh, hopefully, some progress in the right direction. We'll see. Yeah, you, you know, you know me. I love these four or five pitch pitchers, but yeah, I mean, obviously, know. two of them are not that great. But right. I mean, when you sure. have five, sure, you know, and three of them are. Uh, well, two of them are excellent ones, like average to above average, and a seven cutter know. is also like very valuable. Yeah, exactly. So. Like I feel, I feel pretty good about it. I'm kind of interested to see what happens uh, when I give them some starts. You know, I kind of want to. You know, I, I love these guys that 
could be starting pitchers that most people don't consider them at all. And then somehow I grab them, I put them in that role, and they flourish. And that's happened a couple times now for me. So I'd, I'd really like that to continue. I mean, look at what happened with Benzer when he went. Uh, obviously, I didn't really. I did start him maybe like once or twice, but he had no stamina. Or no, sorry, he gained a whole extra pitch, I think. Went from uh, no pitch to a whole extra pitch. So, you know, I've had some luck with it. I'm, I'm good to keep trying. I I think that's one of the ways that a small market team can create value, in my opinion. Um, because, you know, when you're the Marlins or, well, maybe not in this league because Will's just magically made them a big market. But um, if you look at, like, I don't know, Arizona or Tampa Bay or Cleveland, um, Oakland, you know, you need to find ways to create value. I think that honestly is is one of the best ways to do it in this league because the amount of pitching quality is just off the charts. Yeah. Um, and we're probably not going to have as much of a high quality uh, group of pitchers coming into the major leagues in the next few years as, you know, the talent pool supposedly decreases in yeah. uh, overall talent. So I, I think you're, you know, I think the approach of finding relievers you can make starters is a sound one. Um, now, I think we all can imagine that the Royals are last in war gained at this offseason. They've lost 19 war. Yep. Um, do you want to guess how much more war they've lost than the team with the second most war lost? Um, I, honestly, I don't think it's it, is it that. I feel like there's some people who've lost a lot of stuff. It's a borderline MVP caliber player type amount of war. Oh, yeah? So, like, yeah. what are we looking at? Six? Yeah, we're looking oh, at yeah. almost seven war. 6.7. Well, hey, that's... Yeah. That's a know, lot. I get, he blew his load, and that, uh, and you know, and Bryce couldn't help him, clearly. You know? That's probably what they had to get together for, because, you know, the, the next uh, stages of the... The next installment of the payment plan has to kick in, right? Right, so. right. Yeah, I mean, Zoo and Miller are 14 war right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Miller pretty much won him our series. Like, Miller just yeah. went off. Yeah. You know, without Miller. It's what you can like do with eight different. contact and eight power. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah. Um, and in terms of most war gained, how about the Rangers with 1.7 war? <laughs> <laughs> so we're still very early in this offseason uh, for sure. Um, one question I want to poach, well, really two questions, but kind of one in, in the sense of, uh, the theme here, who's the team you think has jumped the most this off season? I know the Rangers obviously just made that big signing of, of Miller, but is there another team that comes to mind that you think has won the off season and it's very early stages still, or anything like that is it still too early to make a determination like that oh uh, well i think it's yeah it's definitely still too early but uh, uh some who, who just missed who missed on miller and got burnage i can't remember who that was let's see um it was the astros yeah it was the astros so i mean hey that's a you know i i think branch is a good cons consolation prize that contract isn't too bad because it's declining uh, i think he could be a little bit better than he was last year so yep you know i think i think the astros uh you know they who'd they lose they really didn't lose anybody to you know they lost cash so. case and you know who cares 
Cash case back in uh, MLC 2.0 was... 2.0, that's a different conversation. You know, role A player. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a completely different conversation yeah. we have there. But yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he, what, he, lo- you know, he lost Eric Lyle, yeah. who did nothing for him last year, but looks still nice. I mean, so really, I wouldn't say nothing. I mean... You know, but uh, he was 19% better than the league average, you know, in 32 uh, games. It's not nothing. Whatever. He wasn't worth the price of uh, purchase, probably. Sure. At this point. But, you know, so that's a nice little grab that I like there. I think the Astros, another year in with their pitching, um, could end up okay. I think could end up a little bit better. Well, look, the, the pitching was what we thought it was. Yeah. You no, know, pitching, it, exactly. Well, I mean, I... You know, I guess really what I'm saying is I think it could get even better. Right. Um, yeah, sure. You know, everyone's going to keep growing into another year and just another year into more of their prime. Uh, I mean, Mike yep. White's going to get better. Van Dyke's going to get better. Romero's going to get better. I mean, all these guys should only get better. There, right. There's really no Miranda. Who yeah, Miranda might be the best. Be yeah. yeah mm. He might exactly end up being the best. I know he's thinking about moving getting. Um Maybe because that controls a little bit behind. Um, yeah, but I hey, I'll take getting. I mean, Miranda's also forty-five command at this point. But yeah, that's true too. But Miranda's also what twenty-two versus twenty-four or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah his his rotation's slick. If he can just keep adding some. Uh, it's always some been bats. about adding bats, right? Yeah. Right. Brinage is a is certainly a, a nice player to get. Yeah, um, I totally agree. You know the the ratings are starting to to decline just a little bit. The power is down to a six instead of a seven for me, um, with high accuracy. So, yep, you I know maybe maybe like the, the yeah I like the eye of course the right right that'll that'll play for you know at least another two years in my opinion yeah um and you're right it does go down in you know AAV or not AV, it goes down in annual salary as, yep. as time goes on. So that's that's definitely a nice part of this. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I, I think the Astros have probably had, you know, one of the better off seasons. But, you know, to, to date, I don't think anyone can question that the Rangers, you know, got the biggest fish arguably in free agency here uh, in Jim Miller. So, I mean, it's hard to top that at this point. There's still so much to play out. But as we stand here, uh, December 28th in game, the Rangers probably are the winners so far. Yeah. Um, and look, I know that we can all say that the Royals are the losers of the all season so far, but you know, the only player they've lost really to date is Miller. They could still conceivably sign other players or trade for players. Um, so I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but is there another team that comes to mind besides the Royals that you think is, maybe missed an opportunity or has had a quote unquote losing off season so far? Um, specifically, I mean, who's, uh, let me, let me take a look see a little bit here. Cause I, I know that the, I know the AL, you know, there's some, some people who have been losing guys. I know uh, Baltimore was trying to win, uh, last year and, and right. we were talking about how they were trying to compete and stuff like that. And I think, I don't think that worked out very well for them. That's, you know, Toronto, obviously that one was another one where uh, he thought he was going to do better. Um, the Yankees, um, obviously, yeah, that's pretty much everyone in my division because, you know, they're going to lose anyway. So. <laughs> but uh, from the uh, from the NL, you know, I I saw that Joe traded for uh, the – who's that, that pitcher that – oh, God, I had him at one point. Bullocks? Yes, Jaden Bullocks. Bullocks. Yes. Yeah, so – 
that's a little interesting, but I think that, you know, Joe's kind of uh, grasping at straws here a little bit with Bullocks. Um, you know, he'll, yeah. he'll be okay. So I think, you know, I think that's an okay grab. Oh, or are we talking about who's going to be bad or who's going to be? I, so, so really I was trying to get at like of, you know, what we've seen so far, which again is not a lot. You know, is there a team that comes to mind besides the Royals where you don't understand why they let go of a certain player or, you know, um, there's only been two other trades besides the, the bullet. Yeah. One, but, and, and I saw um, the Mets one wasn't very relevant. Like, right. Was right. Some so, I mean, prospects, whatever. Yeah. Right. Right. So, okay. Maybe let's phrase it this way. Not who's losing the off season, but where things stand now, who do you think has the potential to have the worst off season, given how things have gone so far? Um, it's a good, yeah, it's a tough question. Tough question, but yeah, I'm going to go with a team in the AL Central. It's not the Royals. It's the Indians. Ah, rusty, eh? Yeah. Gerald, my good friend Gerald. Gerald is losing some players, uh, yeah. Dan. Philip Clark, who, you know, granted is 36, but also was, you know, league average bat, you know. He put up like what two war last year as a catcher, which is fine. And then Joel Rose, who's probably right there with Miller and Zoo is one of the best hitters in free agency. Um, yeah, I would I would have said yeah. Even like honestly, he looks like a like a little bit like Brinich, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, a little better than Brinich really in my nice. opinion. Yeah, yeah, so that's right there too. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's another good good player. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Orioles have lost. A, oh God, Orioles. The Indians have lost a, a good amount of guys yeah Klein um, uh, another one um, you know and I need to double check how much money they have to spend right now uh, in their budget but okay they have they have 44 million so I mean they can resign these guys if they want but is Rusty gonna do that based off his track record I would venture to guess the answer is no well he's also not trading so it's really just like he he explained it himself yeah. you know he's just living in that lap of mediocrity yeah oh wow dang win was not the best shortstop in baseball oh, last I year. tried to trade for him too I made him a wow good deal. And, wow yeah, so. he has been really disappointing above average with yeah. Cleveland which is not what you want. Oh, yeah. Um, coming off a 6.3 war season only to kind of drop. Well, you know, he put up like, what, five war last year, but. 3.9, not five. Dan Gwynn? No, 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 no. I, I mean 20, uh, 2033. Oh, yeah. Well, in combination. But, uh, you know, there's obviously the effect of him having a. Yeah, I mean, in less at bats, he had a better, a decently better war with sure. Arizona with you. So, sure. I mean, really since he's left Arizona, he's been kind of uh on a decline. Right. Yeah, I mean, he's 27. I mean, that shouldn't be happening. Um I mean, look, he's still on paper what, a top 5 shortstop in the game. Um well, if not higher. I mean, he could be top I, Yeah, I mean, the ratings are not they're just they're they're fine you know um he's not even a seven hit tool anymore which is like one of them i i think was one of the driving motivators for his 
really high value. I mean, he was hitting in like the mid 300s, high 290s. You know, he was hitting everywhere there. Now he's more in the 270 to 80, which with, you know, just above average power, you know, call it 15, 20 home runs a year. Yeah. That that does leave an impact, especially with also a low walk rate. So yeah. I, I get yeah. you. I mean, I always. Well, at shortstop, I always just value that defense at shortstop so sure. much that you know, and then just having kind of any sort of bat automatically almost puts you um, into that yeah. like top five tier. Then alone, you know, he's been pretty good overall too. Uh, yeah. Outside of OSA that. does have him as the second best shortstop in the game still. That's interesting. There you go. There you Did go. not expect that. Um, you know, for for a league that has so much talent, it's kind of astounding how bad the class of shortstops is in our league now. It's really not good. Um, So. Yeah. You got to find yourself a guy who won't kill you in the field and he'll play excellent defense. And that's kind of what you got to stick with. I mean, that's what I ended up with when I traded for Zaragoza. So hey, let's, I'm just hoping on that one. And I can find either of those things. So alas, here we are. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, is there really anything else that, um, you'd like to talk about in this podcast. I do plan on having uh, doing another one with you uh, next week to kind of go over some of the bigger things that's gone on in the, uh, are we, uh, are we at least good? Are we going to talk about the top GM list? That's the only one I've been wanting to talk about. So that's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, if you want to leave off with that, but I know that you're usually like, you know, DM for a list. So, you know, are you going to pull that? Or are you so actually going to get out the list? Get the people what they want. And I mean, I okay. just scroll all the way back to it just because, holy crap, was there a lot of activity today. Sure. Yeah, there was a, there was a lot of uh, activity. Yeah, you, yes. I, by, you don't know what time it, it happened. Oh, there it is. Never mind. I found it. We all good. Do you have the list in front of you? I don't. I, I actually have not read it. So I'm going to be – Oh, how long is this list? That's the it's first all question. 30, all 30 people. It's, okay. You don't have to go into detail. I could give you a top five, bottom five. and No, you I know what? You... List, list out the entire – list and just go, i want to clear- talk about we can kind of stop on at it right right yeah. right um so yeah I, that's a good idea so just for context this was based on what just your subjective opinion of like gm performance or was there some criteria here oh so first not mine this is rusty's list right this right i'm sorry rusty yeah so and it yep. was based on from my understanding like a culminative of so it wasn't just MLC, it wasn't MLC 3.0. It was so like kind of everything that Rusty knows about you. That person is a GM, and that's kind of where, where it's that's why it's very subjective, obviously. But I think he included like other leagues' success, uh, longevity of success, uh, you know, how many leagues they were successful in. If you're just successful in one, you know, no guarantee you're gonna be successful in others, right. stuff like that. Um, so I think all of that was taken into consideration, but I think it just ended up being an opinion based off of what Rusty knows. Um, that's it. Let's see how bad this is. Let's right, go for so, it. Okay, that's 30, so, 30 to 1. 30 to all 1. Right, 30 to 1? Okay. Yeah. Well, first, uh, so at 30, we got Chris S. Do you know who Chris S is? No idea. Okay, Chris S is the Blue Jays, I believe. And oh, Chris from the Blue Jays. Yes. Really? So the only one who's actual. Actually, I don't think. Uh, I don't think Chris has. Oh yeah, maybe he does have Chris in his actual username. Uh, but I'm not. That's okay. That's the yeah. first one I'm going to take objection uh, issue with. Actually, um, 
I think it was Arresti was saying it was because his minors were just a complete mess when he had when he had all these ideas and was saying like he's gonna compete last year and everything else and then he just kind of really messed up his minors. At least Chris is also in like thirty five online leagues. Uh, That's kind of the first (laughs) problem right there. Holy crap! Yeah, cut it down. Yeah, we have a podcast here. How many other ones have a podcast? Like seventeen? Like damn. Well, he was in another one that I was in and. then got kicked out for Lord knows what reason. Um, but that's the only other one I've been in with him. Oh no, that's an, that's a lie. I'm in another one with uh, with him, and that other one used to have a podcast. But I okay. I don't think the amount of lease he's in that has a podcast is very high. So yeah. that's interesting though. I did not expect him number thirty. Okay, but go ahead. Okay, so that's the, I I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other on that one. Like. You know, I don't know Chris that well, and I he hasn't really done much in here for me to have an opinion. So, like, I middle of the pack to end would have been fine anywhere for me because I don't know better. Okay. Um, 29 is James. From the White Sox, right? I believe, yes, James from the White Sox. Another guy who has, I don't think, been here very long. Um, and I, again, don't know much about other than that he's kind of hasn't done much with the White Sox either. Right. Right. No opinion on that one. That's just kind of. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, we don't have a lot to to go yeah, off hey, of, no, right? I, I'm fine so... with that. I'm, okay, just let me know when you uh, <laughs> when you have an opinion. All right. Right. So, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. 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 Twenty eight is Vass, who is, I believe, the Cubs. Yes, the Cubs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Twenty seven, which is kind of surprising because of his success, but I guess you, the attri- attribution here is that you don't know, like, none of it's really his to per se. Uh, Jorge. Really. Yeah, twenty-seven. What? All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so what are the background there? Yeah, like, no, what? my my family's it loud right now. Uh, <laughs> perfect timing. I mean, perfect timing, right? What? Jorge, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. I I take issue with that one too. Okay, um, and I could see that. I mean, you know, he's. You, how do you fault the look, guy for success? Right. Like, like, is it fair to say a majority of that team is Bryce's handiwork? Yes. Yes. Is it fair to? place Jorge this low on the list as a result of that? No. The only thing no. I can say in, in, uh, an objection to that is I think the more the uh, people that are really above him, we got to realize that some of these people have been with us in MLC for a long time and a lot longer than Jorge and they get, deserve you know a little bit of that you know a little bit of support for that like you know they've maybe they haven't been really good recently at some point maybe they put together a good team and we're just forgetting about it while Jorge was handed a team and hasn't done much with it other than take it apart to keep the budget in check. That's, and that's basically it. So team I mean, won 93 it, games but, though. Like well, I, I, I know a hundred percent. I get it. And, and they have the best very, farm very system good. in baseball right now. No, no I, still or a second best good. now, but very good. Don't, I don't deny it. It's just, you know, how, what could you really have done wrong to not win 93 games with that team? Okay. It is also Colorado, fact, though, so the, the level of variance there versus another team's yeah. um, variance. You know, you know the, the the percentile outcomes, the, the max and, and min are extreme compared to other teams. Yeah. That needs to be accounted for, in my opinion. But I, I, I think it's fine. I, no argument here. Okay. Um, the next is Kendall. Okay. Oh, sorry, sorry I, I skipped one. 26. Uh, Josh. Josh from the Mariners. Okay. Yeah, they uh, haven't been. I had no objection there. Yeah, I mean, they haven't been good for a while. I'm not even. 
I, I think maybe he could be lower, but I don't think he's been with a team that long either. So yeah, not, I mean, for instance, why is Jorge below Josh? I mean, Josh, it's I, not I, that I, it's I not that I like don't like uh, Josh or the farm system he's built. It's a good farm system, but in terms of just overall success, what leads Rusty to believe that Josh has done a better job than Jorge? Yep. You know. Like that's what I'm uh, maybe to it's some out. other league success though. That's kind of where I left. Yeah, it. but I, that's I, that's not the purpose of this. I this is totally an MLC agree. list. Well, it, it's an MLC list, a MLC GM's list. But you take there, there. Who's the top GM? You don't just look. It can be boring if we just look at all just MLC because okay, I mean, they just look at your rate, your you know win loss percentage ratio. And say those are the best people. So I don't think we want to do too much of that. But okay. in a subjective list, I, I agree. I think Jorge should be higher than Josh and higher than the next person, uh, who is Kendall of the Angels. I think Kendall's had some good teams here and there, but I think he's just missed out and dropped the ball in places where he really should have made some moves. And he there, could have. Uh, we should rename them the Los Angeles Bipolar Angels yep. because you it's never know like. If selling or buying or what's going on? Well, no, it's not that. I mean, yes, it is that, but it's yeah. also like one year they'll win 95 games, the next year they'll win 71, the next year 81, then they'll go back to like 100, and then like 60 the next year. You just like it's it's so up and down with that that's team. Kinda what I'm, that's kind of what I mean because like yeah. so when you're you look like you're on pace to win 95 games, you should do something to keep that up, and, sure. and I just don't see him doing much. So it's that's I guess kind of why it happens. Okay, and where what number is he on the ranking so here? Kendall is twenty five. Twenty five. Okay. Yeah. So we're up to twenty four. Mike B. I don't know who Mike B is. Mike B. Ah, <sighs> uh, that's uh, that's Mike from the Phillies who used to run the Rays. Oh, um, okay, yeah, okay. Mike yeah, Ball. That, yeah. Um, I think that might also be like that's to be higher. That's I think slow. He's got some some really good. Uh, Those race teams were really league. good. Those race teams were really good for yeah, a while. The, the only thing for me is that, so I, I get it in terms of as the Phillies, it's kind of like we've talked about this before. Where we didn't know why he was doing some of the things he was doing. And, you know, and then we then you were saying that, you know, there's usually a method to his madness. So it might not look that great now, but, you know, he's you see him do some great things. Yes. So, you know, I, I could see him being higher um, for sure on this list. Uh, 23 Cole. I think that's fine. Yeah, uh, just again the tra- the limited track record. I think yeah. more than anything. For what we know about yeah. Cole, it's only the couple of seasons. It's, yeah, it's like trying to like. Then I guess the opposite we're going to be saying is like for Graham, who has also been in for a limited time, but you know he's done amazing in his limited time. I think he's, you know, he. he but how high can you put him? Just on that small of a track. Right. Right. All right. So this is how low it goes both it. ways. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, 22, Jeremiah. Okay. Okay. I don't have any objection there. I, I think that's just right. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in that middle area. Right. Uh, 21 is Graham. Graham? Graham. Uh, but what? this is the, the, the G-R-A. Oh, Graham. Okay. From the, the Tigers. Is, okay. The Tigers? Yep. Tigers? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, he has, he's been in a couple leagues. He's been okay here and there. Um, here, I don't think he's been the Tigers for very long, right? No, I, I don't think he has. No, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no. there's that one. Um, I think it's fine. Uh, above that, Mike H. Mike Hansen. Okay. So okay. I uh, it, 
Mike is doing really good right now, and there's some value there. But Mike Hansen has traditionally been uh, not the not the greatest OOT player, player. And I think it's because he just mm-hmm. you know, overvalues his players like crazy. And it's so hard to deal with that he's had you know, limited success. But he's doing good now. So I think 20 isn't too bad. I think it's an okay spot. Sure. Yep, I, I'm I'm on board there. Yep. Would you put Jorge from number 27 yes. above him? Yeah. Yes. I, 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 I mean, I think Jorge should be in the top 15, but, you know. I think he should be above everyone so far on this list. Yeah, I... I, I uh, see, you know, I... I I think it's Mike Ball and and uh, Jorge who are getting really. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about here. Mike Ball because you seem to know more about him. He from... he ran the Rays for the first half of this league. The I don't Rays know, were honestly, the Rays are just so irrelevant to me. Like, I but just they were see. they were consistently one of the better teams in the American League with that budget. Uh, maybe you it's because I was in well, again. But Boston's been dominating that division for so long now. I just can't. Maybe I was also away for that part. Where I was away for five seasons. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that's when Tampa Bay was at its best. I mean, Mike has like a fifty-two percent winning percentage in this league, yeah. and he was with the Rays for majority of that time. Yeah, no, hey, so. I can't hate. Uh, I mean, I, it's probably just because I missed part of it. So, you know, I can I can see that. I can see him being hired too. Then, I mean, I think I did say that anyway. So, yeah, right, right. Uh, Nineteen is Alec. Any hmm. opinion there? No. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, no, no, no opinion. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, I just dealt with him, and usually he's a he's a, a tough negotiator. Um, and you know, he he came to me uh, this other league. I don't think you're in it. Uh, that's I believe that's Saber, and I have this guy named Ulin Camp, and he's like he's like a five star stud. And you know, we were just talking about you know another guy, and he's like, because I mentioned Mulan Camp on the trade block, and he's like, oh, like. Uh, you know, I could trade for uh, Muling Camp. It's it, depending on uh, if you treat him as like a salary dump. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like this dude's a five star player. Sure, he's making thirty million a year, but I'm also like the, the Rangers, and I had no, I'm spending nothing on anybody else. Like, why would I want to dump this five star stud? Right. Like, you just put up like you know six <laughs> war, seven war. <laughs> like, Fair so enough. Yeah. He, he negotiates pretty pretty uh, tough, and yes. uh, but you know, good experience with him. I think yes. he's do, he's doing solid. He's good right there. Yep. Um, number eighteen, Scotty. Uh he could be higher. Yeah, I mean, I think like if so, this this is where record and and GM skill are really cloudy when like you're trying to combine them because the record isn't there, but that's a really good team yeah, he's coming put together so. a really good team now right that's yeah i i would put him in the top half i don't i don't agree with that no okay um uh, ahead of that chris a so yankees i believe yes yeah that's that's fair i mean they you know it's hard to mess up the yankees in an online league to be honest with you so well, you I think he also he hasn't been the Yankees the whole time, has he? Because yeah, like I believe he up, has. Yeah, maybe, okay, maybe even he has. I I feel like there was um there was a time where it was just consistently mediocre, and then I feel like this year he kind of picked it up again. He's got some nice guys. Uh, you know, I I think this is a fine spot for him, somewhere right in the middle. Yeah, I mean, again, I I might even have in the bottom half. Like, no, no disrespect, but. 
you know, there's been a lot of losing seasons. There was a point in time where the Yankees just were not good. Um, they lost like a hundred games, like four years in a row. And I do believe Chris was here for that. They did build up a farm system, but since losing, since that very last hundred loss season, they've only made the playoffs three times. And I believe that's over the course of like 10, 11 seasons now. So he did win a championship in uh 2029 so you know that might be the saving grace here but uh i think there just probably needs to be a little bit more success for sure the yankees yeah and again like i said i'm fine where where he is i mean yeah i mean yeah middle this is the middle you know sure like i feel like there's some guys that could definitely alternate so sure Uh, you know what I'll, i'll retract my statement i he should be in the top half he yeah, he won a World Series. That he won a World team. Series. He just came off 94-win season. Um, yeah. You know, the the budget's balanced. The farm system's okay. It's, you know, it's, yeah, top, you know, average ranking. Yeah. All right. Above him is Graham. 16. Yeah, no. So, no. You, higher? Yeah. Lower? Mm-hmm. Have higher. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I I think I would also agree higher. I agree there the tracker is not there, but I think what he did when he took over that team to get it to basically now a perennial contender for the World Series and you know World Series winner, um, I think that's top ten material. Yes, if not maybe a little even. Uh, you know, there's top, some guys. That, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean top seven, six, yeah. I think it deserves a little bit more respect. Um, anyway, yeah. but that's okay. So we agree on that. Nothing really to be sure. There. It's you understand it because track record. I, and, I do. Know, yeah, I, the the logic is good. The the placement based off the logic is not so good, but yeah. you know, yeah. that's fine. Uh, Fifteen is Adam. So I know you like him. Adam cool. higher. I have I'm thoughts about sure. this one. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's 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 count here. So one, two, three, four, five, six, six playoff appearances out of the last nine seasons, including a World Series title in 2031 with the Oakland Athletics, who are still a small market and still have only they can't even crack top 20 budget with all the success they've had. And I know they just had a bad year, but that budget's been basically the same. Yeah. Um, there's no reason why he shouldn't be in the top ten. Like there, there's just, and you look at the the track record of the players that have been developed and acquired. There's literally no reason why he shouldn't be in the top ten. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. No, I, I could see that. It's tough because there's some good case. Like everyone really at this point and up has a really good hit case to there's potential to be higher. Um, sure, sure. Well, maybe some people don't, but there's yeah. I, I, you know, I was just thinking of one <laughs> off the top of my head that yes. Okay, well, okay, well, let's just jump right into the next one. We'll see where we get. Yes. Uh, well, you're the next one on this list, so you're uh, Brickner. So. I I'm uh, okay. I mean, I should be lower, but yeah. Know. I mean, I, I you know, I think uh, you've presented yourself at some points as really you know, possessing some extra knowledge more than some other people. I think some people have bought that. And I think you got a lot of us fooled, man. Yes, that's uh I'll <laughs> I'll uh tip my cap on that one. Yeah. You I mean, have hey, you've... <laughs> figured it me out, sir. 
I got it. I got it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, I, I think there's some truth there. I think you made some of the best deals uh, in MLC. Things just haven't always worked out or inserted into your favor. And things you tried that should have worked sometimes have kind of hit you, hit you in the face. Uh, which, you know, sometimes it makes you think, like, man, maybe there are those AOTP gods when you start getting an ego and you start thinking, like, uh, everything's going to turn out then things just randomly fall apart on you. So, yep. Uh, yeah. I'll never forget the minus 15 season and we missed out on oh the playoffs God, by yeah. like well, what, one or two games. History, right? It was the worst in MLC history, yes. Yeah. And then that prompted yeah. me to go 100 million over budget. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. If we were talking cause and effect right there. There you go. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're there. Uh, yeah. Above that, Jamie. Yeah, that's really basing off the you know first half of MLC's life here. Yeah, I will kind of. I think at some point Jamie was very good at OTP. I think he was top five at one point. Yes, I think yes. that yep. he is really you know he's gotten too busy. He's running multiple leagues and he's doing all this stuff. And I think he's just he's lost it. I don't think he has the. I think he needs to cut down on leagues, and not run so many. And I think he would get he could get back up into it. But honestly, I, he hasn't given any indication. You know, his twins were not good this year. He didn't even export for that rule five. You know, I just don't think he cares enough to be uh, any higher on this list. I, I would put him lower. I would put him in the middle, if not lower to the bottom. And it's not necessarily based on his talent or or ability. It's more based off. You know, he's stretching himself too thin. Yeah. I mean, they did make the playoffs six years in a row before that. Um, they had two 85-1 seasons before that stretch. Uh, but before that, it, it definitely was pretty barren. Um, so I'm not sure the success that they had, as you know, decent as it was, um, May except for the right, right, yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I think he should be lower. Oh, yep. geez, did I say? St- oh, god, I skipped one. Sorry, <laughs> I'm totally like I just get look at these names and I get kind of excited. And I jump to them. Uh, <laughs> between you and uh, Jamie is Steven. Hmm. I I like Steven. Okay. Uh, yeah, so this I is this is like pre him. this is pre NBA pre NBA Steven. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like you know Steven's really fallen off a cliff, and it's hard yeah. to not you know recognize that in terms of like you know right now like it's irrelevant. Yeah, the the, the Nationals are irrelevant. Eight straight years of not making the playoffs after five straight years of making the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's just, it is what it is. It's yeah. He, I don't think he should be this high, and I think he knows that at this point. Yep. All right. Uh, at eleven, KT Kitchen Taco. Wow. Okay. Um. Hmm. How do you feel about Milwaukee? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong; they're definitely on the upswing. Uh, not trying to say they're not going in the right direction, but uh, they the Brewers have been really bad for a long time. Um, I think a lot of this re- ranking must come from 
other leagues. It has um, to. I think it has only to. recently taken over the Brewers. I don't think it's been that long. It hasn't, but it before this year was not very good. And look, it's kind of the same scenario. I mean, Milwaukee is basically the NL version of Houston, right? Hmm. Um, they've done a good job building up the farm, but in many ways it's similar to what Houston's gone through. So my question is why is taco rated so much higher than Scott? Yeah, I think it must be outside of the league. And, you know, that's probably, I haven't really paid attention to, you know, I don't pay attention to how everyone does outside of MLC, not even really within MLC. So I think it's probably, maybe he's doing well in noble or something like that. Like just really killing it. Um, that maybe he's giving rusty, uh, those kind of feelings or see like it's difficult to like yes like that's the logic but that's difficult when you have so many different people in this league that aren't in those other leagues and so when you see this list it's like well why you know oh he's in a different league well all right i didn't know that before um but that's i guess that's why it's all perception then it's just whatever you know usually when you get to some people it's it's a perception that carries throughout all leagues and that's where you feel like hey that person definitely should be in that spot so i think i i can see why he would be one of the ones that you know while rusty probably has him super high you probably have super low because you don't have anything to base on other than this um yeah so uh, you know this is just obviously one and and i kind of i I think i'd have him somewhere in the middle um maybe even a little bit lower just because again i don't know really what he's done outside of I probably am in multiple leagues with Would him. you have him or Jorge rated higher? Oh, Jorge. Yep. I would have Jorge rated above pretty much everyone except for maybe two, three people so far. Probably Graham, Adam. Graham and Adam, actually, probably the only ones I'd have so far um, above Jorge. Fair. Uh, at number 10, exactly, our king, our boy, Gerald. I did not think Gerald's name was going to be said after that. Um, <laughs> Fine, my king, my boy. So, uh, Let's hear I it. mean, mm, the MLC record isn't great. Right. I'll 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 say that. I don't know how much more I want to say. <laughs> um, for me, I think this is a good spot. I'd put him somewhere between ten and fifteen. Dion, he has a forty-two percent winning percentage in MLC. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's you, you have to consider here. I also have MLC two point oh, um, and you know, I remember that team that that Kansas City team that won the World Series. It was like magic that year. That's why I asked Gerald, is that still your your like best OOTP experience? And he's like, yeah, like that was uh, it was fun. So I think that as well as like, you know, Gerald has a lot of game theory that just makes sense. And like a lot of times when I'm thinking about stuff, I run it by him or like when I'm considering trades and all that kind of stuff. He's somebody I, I trust to go to just because his ideas in terms of game theory are very similar to the way I see it. Right. Um, and so that's why I I have a lot more respect for Gerald than I don't know that I think a lot of other people have. 
Don't uh, don't get me wrong. I do respect uh, Gerald, and um, I do find his thought logic to be um, unique and interesting. Mm-hmm. But nice I mean, if if we're going like, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You um, see, principle, where you at? Yeah, I have to, you know, I have to appeal to the masses here. Um, That's fine. I've never appealed to the masses, so I'm good with that. Yeah, I mean, I could just decide to, you know, not be politically correct, but I also want to <laughs> be. I also want to be not hated either. Um, so that, that also plays into it. Okay. You think he's lower? I think he's a little, I I don't think he's much lower. I do think he's a little bit lower though. Yes. That's on above. That is Taylor. No, I'm sorry. I I don't see it. Yeah. See that. And this is another one where we will disagree on because like I played OOTP with Taylor. Taylor was in the, I played fantasy football with Taylor before I even played OOTP. Um, I've known Taylor forever. Uh, like he's one of the few people who has me on like WhatsApp. <laughs> so like, <laughs> actually, like we talked before. We yeah. played, used to play video games all the time. Played the video yeah. too, whatever. So I have a lot of bias for Taylor. But I will say this: I think that if this rating, if this ranking was who is the most likely and who is the best OOTP player short term in the first like three to five seasons of a league, I think Taylor is number one. And without question and it's more or less that he just like he just loves when a league starts up and he puts like so much effort into it he'll make like 20 trades he'll have his team set up for those first three to five years where it's just like bang on and then absolutely nothing and then just death <laughs> and then it's like well okay well that's great you could you know what does that what does that three to five mean what does it really mean how good of a gm are you um so, yeah, I, I, I'm okay with this. I can understand why you'd have him lower, you know. But I think this is a good spot. I, I like him at nine for me. Just based off that, those first three to five seasons of any beginning of a of a league. Right, right. Um, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I still don't see it. That's um, fine. I, I, I know this is one that I think everybody, you're either an OG who's seen Taylor do it so many times that it's like, well, yeah, I know that he'll be great for these three these seasons, and he just won't care and be like the worst, and everyone's gonna think he's absolutely the worst. Yeah. So depending what you get from him, it's 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 either thirty two or it's a one. But that's right. really why you know you can't so go too high and you can't go too low. But I, I get it, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely wouldn't rank him in like the bottom five by any stretch. I mean, I know that he has a track record, but but you know, um, no, I mean, he so hasn't I, I understand anything in the last like how many. For like literally two thirds of the years. entire MLC 3.0 real life years, <laughs> right? Right, <laughs> right. Not even MLC years, just real. Yeah. Re- yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So above him is Joe. Okay. Um, I think Joe is another similar thing where his six recent success and success in MLC 3.0 and, and stuff has not, you know, translated to how good I think he is of uh, at OTP and how much, again, game theory. This is another Rusty one for me, except he's had more success than Rusty uh, re- recently, at least. Yeah. I, see, I think Joe is like... I, I think Joe is in many ways similar to myself when I was with the Mets. Mm-hmm. 
just kind of like there and the team's rarely terrible, but it's not great either. Uh, like he did make the playoffs last year, but it was 89 wins. And usually that does not get in the playoffs in MLC. Um, you know, he's made the playoffs three times in, in MLC, which is, you know, it's not nothing, but I think, you know, it's just kind of, you know, it's fine. I don't think it's top 10. I think it's, you know, above average and yeah. gosh, that's like basically the Cardinals in real life too. So, <laughs> well, you know, the, you the know. other thing is like, for example, in another league, he's got the Mariners. I think that's a noble and he's like, it's the team is so elite. Like I have a really good team in there, but he is just ridiculous. And so, you know, again, this is another value of being in other leagues with him and knowing that he's, he, he runs leagues. He has success. He plays all the fancy schmancy stats only. And, you know, he finds out ways to cheat the league. And that's how many, you know, how, how, that's why we kill the file because Joe uh, cheats. Because Joe cheats. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't, that was, everyone knows that. I did not know that. So. Oh, that Joe cheats is a whole thing. I mean, it's never gotten the traction of Bryce cheats, but it's there. Okay. <laughs> okay. He, he found, I think it was he found a way to like he used a quick starter to on a of a file to basically get into a, like a file something like that where he got into the the file and actually got this like he could have seen ratings. He says he didn't and all that stuff, but he, and he was just trying to prove a point and he was able to exploit and get into uh, a league file. So, yeah, just leave it at that. <laughs> Joe, uh, this is your opportunity to send in a voice message. And this is actually a great moment to tell everyone to send in a voice message. Uh, we're not doing voice messages. We're already, like, I think over an no, hour. No, we're at way this over point. time right Our... now. We're just going to finish this list and we're done. But, yes, I do, Pinky, promise uh, the league during next week's podcast we will do voice messages so joe if you'd like to respond to that that's your opportunity because oh, i mean i think this was this was a thing joe joe's knows all about this it's just that maybe you could tell the story better oh, and kind better. of explain what it was yeah do that um, joe do yeah that. definitely joe cheats though joe cheats okay so before we move on here um i want to ask this question because this is i think i don't know if this plays a role but the ratings in MLC are unlike any other league I'm a part of. Um, it's just you have so many elite hitters to the point where a guy who looks like an absolute stud in another league might look like an above-average hitter here. Yep. How much has that impacted um, the way that trades are made, the way that teams are constructed? Because I do think that it kind of throws GM off balance and sometimes if you don't know what to look for you may be getting what you think is a great player but is only above average do you think that there's any credence to that oh yeah for sure and i think i think it's it's almost seems like you know mlc does have the that elite talent and also it seems like that the the actual talent tends the the ratings tend to reflect the actual numbers a lot more than most of the other leagues I'm in. Yes. It just seems like yep. it just seems like things just make so much more sense in MLC as they should. And they're all just boosted. Um, so those right. two things I've definitely noticed. And and it definitely is a you know, you have to go into each file with a different mindset, especially when you're dealing with MLC. Because like, you know, I'd go to my Sabre file and a guy I expect to do good, you know, this three star uh um, starting pitcher is 
it could either be a street star, three star starting pitcher with the exact same two guys with the exact same ratings, and one be the like a top ten player, which he shouldn't be, and another being like the worst player of all time, which he also shouldn't be. And there could be an in between there as well. So you know, there's that experience, and then you come to MLC, and it's all just jacked players that right. are you know that are a little more accurate to the ratings and and all the other kind of stuff. So I think mm-hmm. it's definitely a a change, but it also, like we were talking about earlier, I think uh, in the chat, it levels the playing field a little bit too in MLC. I think, mm-hmm. um, so you you know what you're getting more of the time than you know who has the best scout here and that scout there, um, and just gets lucky and just kind of things work out. Which, by the way, this reminds me, I do want to talk about the new coaching system next week. So yes, make note so of that. We'll go, yeah, there you go. That's another make one. note That's of that. Yep, yeah. we'll talk yeah. about that. Yep. Um. So who's next on the list here? All right, next we've got right above Joe Nichols, bike. Uh-huh, right. Um, and what number is this again? This is seven. Okay. How do you feel about bike um, Nichols at seven? Well, it took a while to get here, uh, but the Royals are one of the best teams in the game, uh, if not the best. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Again, it took a while to get here, but I do feel like there were some good seasons mixed in between. Um, I'm going to refrain from commenting before I hold on, hold on, no, 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 call you trash. Hold on, no, no, no. Let me talk. (laughs) I want to hear who else is on this list ahead of him. Who's in the top six? Do I, I wait to comment on this too? Yes. Okay. All right. We'll leave it at that, like that. Uh, ahead of Nichols is Millennial Steve, a.k.a. The Reds. Uh, I don't drink, but <laughs> this might make me start. Um, <laughs> I really, I really need to understand the thought logic here. I really need to. It's not just because you, he's not. You're not a fan. What? It, no, no. This has nothing to do with the fact that I am basically the polar opposite of him in real life. No, it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> Nichols is, um, I, I, am I missing something here? Like. <laughs> Okay, but that's one spot. Do you okay? Who else is who else? So you're very anti Reds. Let's okay. We're leaving it at that. I'm very anti Reds in the in the sense of why is he ahead of Nichols? Okay, I, I I'm perfectly fine with that. I think I think I I can see. I feel like Reds has had some success that was born of he has like, one I world series that was a fluke and everyone I mean, knows it. everyone says a fluke but he's really kind of been consistently keeping his team up where the team maybe isn't as good but he's done a lot with what he was what he's been given is what is my feeling of yeah the but Red that's team. the same thing as the as the royals and the, the royals, royals have just done it better hand, well the royals i think i mean the royals were Way bad for way longer, I think that the red uh, were than the Reds were. I can't validate that, but I, I feel like the Royals well, were bad for a very long time. So I mean, not really. I, no, the Reds were I bad mean, too, probably, but the, no, I mean, so 
yes, there were losing seasons, but there were also lots of 90-win seasons, 80-win seasons, and now he's got perhaps the best team in baseball. No, I, I don't I, disagree with you. I, I don't disagree with you. Uh, you know, if you're asking me who I would have ahead, I would 100% have uh, Bike Nichols ahead of him. Right. Okay. Uh, I, I just wanted to get that out of the way. I'm, I'm not saying that Reds isn't a top 15, heck, okay, even a top you're 10 you're GM. Down to top, oh, you're dropping down top 15. Be honest. I, you know, I would like just a rough estimate. I'd say 11 or 12. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I would have Nichols ahead of him. Yes, I I I agree. I I'm not sure why he's not in the top five, but yeah. okay. Well, top five. I mean, the top five is pretty good though. So I mean, right, yeah. So me, you'll have to tell me now. Now we're getting to the top five. Who you might have Nichols in ahead of? Well, so, um, the, yeah, it depends. I I have to hear the names, and I'll tell you. Okay. Okay. So the first at number five is Jeff Pirates. Okay, I understand that one. Yep. Okay, straightforward. No, no kind of objection to it. I mean, to okay. do what he's done with the Pirates is really damn impressive. So, okay. yeah. Number four is yours truly. I mean, greatest uh, OT player of all time. You know, some people would say handsomest OT player of all time. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jadovsky's wife would say that she would have left him for me at that time when we were in MLC 1.0. Uh huh. Um, you know, this it is what it is. Um, Man, that's close. Um, in terms of overall success, uh, overall, like consistently, yes, yes, I would say I would say you're ahead. But who's constructed the best team in the time that MLC three MLC three has been around? Definitely Nichols. Uh, okay, better team. I agree with that. I think he's had a better team. I mean, arguably right now with the Red Sox, I'm not going to leave it at that. But I think that his Royals team is better than any of the Phillies team I had. I had Phillies teams. I, had. I, I I'm going to say this is a coin flip. Yeah. You know, so you're entitled to your wrong opinion. It's fine. Um. Anyway, so let's get to number uh, three here. Uh, Travis, Trav Daddy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. Um. I mean, I'd love to. You know, have someone in the top three who's won a World Series, but oh shit, bring, bring, bring. he's won a World I... Series. What, like twenty years ago, like twenty seasons ago, right? All right, it's so long ago, I don't, I don't remember. But Somewhere um, was there. shots fired, though. Ooh, boy, I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like the real life Dodgers before twenty twenty, right? Yeah, Make the playoffs it. every year and be like a favorite alongside the Yankees to win the world series. And then you get ousted by Steven Strasburg and Max Scherzer in the NLDS. And that's how, uh, the uh, millennial Steve got into the top. Uh, what is it? Top six. Yeah. Cause that's who ousted, uh, I think Trav most of the time. It's yeah. Like- I mean, Travis would be number one if he had won a world series in my opinion. Um, he'd be up there. I, you know, I still can't argue with these. T- I think these top two are my top two. Okay. Um, so that's Will at number two. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, again, I've the, Will has been someone I've known for forever. Um, you know, I met him in person. Like, we met in Miami when I was down there. Or, well, Miami, Dade County or whatever it was. I don't think it's 
Miami. I don't know what it's called. Whatever it is, it's it's a shithole. But um, <laughs> you know, anyway, uh, you know, Will, Will has consistently been and t- always taken the Marlins and consistently been on my ass forever. When I was the Braves, he was the Marlins right there with me. You know, he lost pretty much all the time. But you know, when I I had basically a dynasty in MLC 2.0. And he was, if it wasn't for me, he would have probably won just as many World Series with that team. Um, the top of that, look, I mean, look what he's done with these Marlins, what he's done in other leagues. I very much think that Will is a perfect fit for number two here. Yeah. Um, if Travis won a World Series, would you have him ahead of Will? No. Okay. But only because MLC 2.0, Travis didn't do much okay while you know mlc 2.0 will was like you know top shelf right there could have just won everything every year sort of thing which he kind of almost is now you know he just retools like it's nothing like you you just think yeah all the marlins are gonna not be good this year and then suddenly he's wins it's the real life phrase man yeah yeah uh yeah I, i don't have a problem with will it too um I, I think I, I I think this top three is actually correct. Uh, I, I, I might I, have Nichols at four though. I mean that's wrong, but it's fine. Um, it's Would it's close between or... it's it's very very close between. Would I at least be your five, Smith? Would I at least be your five? I I'm putting you, Jeff, and Nichols in a tier. Oh, uh, very very close between you Listen, three. I like everybody. It's fine. Yeah. Liberal well, Steve but, okay. is you know. Seven spots <laughs> higher than he should be. So, well, I mean, hey, we all have our opinions. So that's, uh, you know, I give uh, I give liberal Steve a, a good ribbon all the time, but uh, sure, and well, well deserved. I mean, we well deserve hundred <laughs> percent. He's a pain in the ass. I will say, say though, if we're talking about logos, he definitely is number one in logo creation. Oh, so yeah, he's killed, and he does a lot of funny memes. You know, the, the guy has value. He has value. Yes. Um. All right, and that brings us to the obvious number one. I mean, you know, who else other than the brightesty himself? You know what's really hilarious about this what's is hilarious? I'm pretty sure he has one of the worst winning records in MLC. I think he does. And what's, I think it's, that is yeah. so hysterical to me. Yeah. And yet number one. And <laughs> I, I don't I don't even the only thing that can sully this number one, and even that, because I think it's taken into consideration, is the cheats. Yes, is the, the the alleged cheats, but at this point, like you know, we're all here for it, so we might as well just be like, okay, let's just drop it. Like, I guess someone made a reference to Barry Bonds, and that's kind of spot on, almost. Right. Like, like, yeah, he used steroids, but fuck, he was good, right? So, uh, yeah, no, I, I, you know, Bryce drafts better than kind of anyone I've ever seen, and I, I can't, I can't realize why how it's. No, it can't just be luck. I feel like it has to be luck because, you know, you can't possibly have any more information. And I mean, this isn't just talking about MLC where we can say Bryce cheats and whatever. You know, he I think his hit percentage on prospects in other leagues is always like 30% higher than everyone else's somehow. And it's, it's I don't know. Maybe he's just got a, a weird sneaky eye for things. Yeah. he's uh, uh, like, Maybe he's a dev secretly that... Uh, you know, that works and right. knows some secret about uh, about rating I and stuff. I just don't get it. Um, <laughs> now, I will say this. The Giants farm system is... I, I 
you know, I, I do this thing where I check up on Bryce's team and organization every, all, you know, all. every three years because I know that for the first however many years, there's nothing to really worry about. However, I will say that I'm a little surprised at, um, I, I, I just expected the farm system to be a little bit better at this point. Yeah, is that well, I mean, is that is that crazy to say? I mean, it hasn't really been. How long has it been? Has it been two seasons? Four. Four. Oh, it's Ooh, been. Okay. I you think it's what? been longer than that, man. Right? You know what? Maybe. And I mean, really, what does he have to show for it? He's got Aguilar. Aguilar. Um, Overson's okay. Overson's solid. Sure. Um, but he's not like. Ochoa's fine. I don't know if he was a Bryce pick though, but Ochoa's like probably a reliever. Twenty thirty one. I mean. Toppy is okay. This is, yeah. uh, maybe this is Bryce without the cheats. Like just try to do it the old natural way. He's uh, just got. I think this is the biggest budget he's had, um, yeah. or biggest market, I should say, that he's had in MLC. So what he lacks in prospects, he probably makes up for in spending ability. So yeah. Well, I mean, the the idea is always the same, right? So all he'll be doing is keep drafting high when while your team is shit, and then you know get people in free agency and trade them for stuff. I will say his scout isn't the best. Paul De Podesta. Um which there haven't been that many great scouts coming out either. So I mean it's Yeah, Travis has like five of them in his org <laughs> and he's like hiding yep. them as like a hitting coach, you know, for minor league teams at this point. I don't even know. He signed like Magnir Sierra to like a six million a year contract and then I think one offseason later traded him to traded him, yep, and then he got another Houston. guy. Yeah who I think is now utilizing him as an assistant general, not even as a scout. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's pretty. Come on, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, guys. Okay, he's actually, he's actually, I don't know what happened, but he's down to 112000 as an AGM. He made $10 million in 2033. And now he's making he was, 112. I think he released them and re-signed them or something like that in the same. My God. There was some sneaky stuff, and I think someone asked, like, how did that happen? How did that happen? And I don't think it was ever answered. So, um, yeah, uh, Travi, uh, give us the secret. We need, we, need the, <laughs> we need a voicemail on that one, Trav Daddy. Yeah, like, phone it in. Like, we, like what happened there? Yeah. How did that happen? How did you bail yourself out of that one? Yeah. So, we have managed to not only surpass my 30-minute threshold, 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, but uh, an, an smash it. Uh, we are more than double time over, but, uh, I didn't need to go as early as I thought. So it's really not a big deal, but, uh, anyway, uh, this has been good. Uh, like I said, what we'll do, we'll, we'll do another touch point, uh, some point next week, probably around this time, Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, we'll do a little bit of an off season review because at that point we'll, I think be in either preseason, if not in spring training already. Um, we'll, do some other topics. We'll talk about personnel. Um, we'll break down all the other stuff. We'll do some predictions, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I think this has been good. Good day on for all intents and purposes. And yeah, no, we got it into a lot of uh, fun stuff. So you know, hopefully next one just as good. Absolutely. Well, that'll do it for this particular episode of the No Name Podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. <laughs>